Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the Story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star. Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Hey. Stancy, Ro Moran, Emil ASH, Ro and ASH all coming to you for our regular Thursday live stream. And uh, we actually have a new OBB. So batiin lang natin si Babyface producer Jasper in the back for putting that together. So uh, you'll get to hear it if you check out the audio-only version tomorrow or all the other release, uh, releases we'll be having in the next few weeks uh, But for those of you joining the live stream uh, Sign up by next week We can fix the countdown And put the uh, new OBB in I just listened to it earlier We shared it with our patrons Really happy with how that sounded um, So yeah uh, Like I said Both of our ASHs are here So let's give them 30 seconds To just drink it in, man <laughs> Man Why? Why do you we... You'd actually uh, say something What the uh, hell, guys? Uh, uh, dropping the ball something? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna... No, say no. Don't ask him to say something. You say something. This is your time to shine. Well, Anna, dropping now the thirty ball. seconds have well, elapsed. Yep, yep. Well, Anna, well, Anna. Hello, hello, hello. You're like everyone. the Milwaukee Bucks. You're like Grayson Allen, not getting the shot off before it expires. Me, it's too late. Never mind. No, well, it's too late. Well, All right. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, as always. It's going to be a busy couple of weeks here on the pod. Next week is a pay-per-view week. Actually, you have three huge events all happening back-to-back-to-back next week from Night of Champions to NXT Battleground to Double or Nothing. So next week will be a very predictions-heavy episode. But this week, we have a lot to talk about from the news and stuff going on outside of the ring and Shep for some in-ring stuff as well. But before we get to all of that, we want to let you know that we've got the Night of Champions viewing party that is happening on May 27, uh, around 11.30 p.m. Doors will be opening sa Hobby Stadium. So, Ro, let them know what they can expect if they go to Hobby Stadium on the night of May 27. All right. So, siempre, all-nighter time because it's a Saudi show. Night of Champions is happening, well, technically on the very wee hours of the morning on uh, May 28th. That's Sunday after midnight. But, Chempre, we'll be opening the doors to our Night of Champions 
viewing party, which is um, being held in conjunction with our friends from Geek Talk PH and Champion Hobby Stadium. Uh, Hobby Stadium is in uh, New Manila, Quezon City, uh, the, the scout area. The sc- I don't know the exact street it's on, but if you were. Um, yeah, Donya Hamily Street, but right. Uh, if you were, uh, if you ever went to the MWF shows at Beta or any other show in Beta Theater, uh, it's really, really close there. Um, there's this building. You go up to the third floor, and Hobby Stadium is right there. It's uh, and. Uh, entrance fee right now is 400 pesos for early birds but if you want to um, walk in at the at on the night itself at the door it's gonna be 500 pesos please come well, it's gonna be a slumber party yo it's an all-nighter uh, like your old school days if you, uh, for those who aren't in school anymore um, we'll be watching live and in person who is gonna be the first ever uh you know sec- um this generation's world heavyweight champion is it gonna be AJ Styles or Seth Ross it's gonna be a momentous moment no matter what and champion we now know that the tribal chief and so Sokoa will be challenging for the undisputed tag team championships so that's another thing to watch out for so ta it's 400 pesos. You get one free drink. It's either juice or beer. Um, late So beer is a great choice. Unlike uh, in our morning viewing parties where it's awkward to drink beer. It's skinny mics. So uh, let's, let's come in. You know, let's have fun. It's uh, Stadium. The more people we get in that party, the better the raffle prizes will be. All you got to do to buy the ticket is go to snack.ph slash geektalkph. Snack.ph slash G-E-E-K-T-A-L-K-P-H. Uh, if you were t- uh, at the party last time, same things. It'd be just as easy to get in and buy your tickets. So tra, let's all watch Night of Champions at Hobby Stadium. All right. Thank you for that. Now let's give Emil a chance to redeem himself after his Grayson Allen moment. Go be a Jimmy Butler and let him know what to expect if they become part of our Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. All right, so Double or Nothing is uh, next week. And if you want to be a part of our watch party, you could uh, do that by subscribing and being a part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast experience to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast versus low aspire. So in our local currency, it's around 275 pesos. Of course, I already said we will have a uh, watch party of AEW Double or Nothing. That's going to be uh, next week. May 29th, that's on a Monday, right? Uh, and of course, uh, included as well in the experience of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is a Discord server. You can interact with your fellow podcast. You can uh, talk to us about wrestling. You can talk to us about uh, music, fashion, memes, sports, everything and anything under the sun. And uh, we also have the Pasabai, which the last one just concluded last month. And the next one isn't far off. So if you want to get your authentic wrestling merch, your authentic WWE, AW, or any other wrestling merch, you can get it through us. You can also get the review content of the weekly uh, wrestling shows like Raw, SmackDown, NHD, and Dynamite, and some local wrestling events as well, courtesy of my fellow ASH here in Rowan. And uh, by subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do here on the pod. So please subscribe to our Patreon again at patreon.com. Slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars. Yeah, I just right, wanted to uh, sorry, just wanted to say real quick that 
in the WWE hype for Night of Champions. We almost forgot that we do do our AEW uh, pay-per-view viewing parties as well. Siyempre, uh, it's been a while since our last one, right? Since uh, nung March pa. So, yeah. Uh, uh, it's our quarterly tradition, I guess, to spend our Monday mornings uh, going through the four or the five hour long uh, pay-per-view card. So, Let's go. Let's, let's have fun on Monday morning. And if you're already a Patreon, a patron, um, we're going to sign up this week. Um, you get that perk for free. All you got to do is, you know, sit there on your computer screen on Monday morning and tune in. All right. So what do you guys want to talk about? All right. I just wanted to get that in there. Uh, first yes. time to debut that uh, sound soundbite here on the stream. We've actually been dropping it in the audio-only episodes. But we know what we want to talk about first. We're going to start off with this one because... It is official. AEW Collision is actually happening. It has been announced at the Warner Brothers Discovery Upfronts. So it's happening um, third Saturday of June. I believe June 17 yung date. Uh, See, TK, yeah. he actually announced yung mga... Uh, air dates and some of the locations. But the location for Collision is not announced. But given how CM Punk has kind of been linked to Collision, it's not far-fetched to say it will be in Chicago. And I mentioned CM Punk because there's a lot more details going on behind the scenes that I know, Ro, you want to get into. So let's get through the details, Muna, before we break it down here. All right. So I'm going to up about Collision. So... Uh... First of all, it's another two hours of uh, AEW programming. So it, almost the same as WWE. Uh, there's two hours of NXT, two hours of SmackDown, three hours of Raw. So they're catching up there. And then, like I said before, uh, they are barraging you with all this content to wear you down. Right? And uh, you, you, you kind of think that, okay, I can't watch all of these hours of wrestling. It's like 16 hours or 15 hours of wrestling a week. So you got to choose. Right? Uh, now your choice, or they want you to choose AEW because they don't want you to spend all that time and tire yourself. So that's the whole thing. Um, I don't, uh, Tony Khan did not announce a roster split, but that doesn't seem to be off the table. Nobody has disproved a roster split coming. Um, maybe they're going to announce that maybe sooner down the line. Uh, we mentioned CM Punk being linked to this, but as you can see from the from the graphic, he's not actually in the graphic. So uh, there is quite a, quite a bit of controversy surrounding that because uh, CM Punk was heavily linked with Collision. And uh, the rumors are saying that Punk wanted them to bring back Ace Steel as a producer on Collision. Tapos, uh, syempre kasi partner niya yun, eh, diba? His trainer, his friend, uh, his confidant, his his uh, work partner. And for obvious reasons, uh, Tony Khan and the management, and I'm assuming some of the other boys, didn't want Ace Steel back anywhere near an AEW backstage area, diba? Or an AEW locker room. So, uh, because of that, hindi, parang hindi na naman sila bate. And uh, because Punk is, again, infamously temperamental, uh, he, or, you know, his return seems to be jeopardized. And that's why they pulled him from the, from the promotional material because they're not quite sure just yet if uh, they're actually going to be able to have him. And 
Honestly, I don't think they should have him. I don't think he, I don't think they need him still. Uh, we're still in the we hate CM Punk phase, or at least I am. So uh, I think you can run an entire show without him. I uh, if the roster split that's rumored is going to be because of him, and you know uh, you're going to classify or pigeonhole the people who are okay with working with him on Collision, then you wagna wagna lang. Uh, or you know, just do a roster split for the sake of having a roster split because you have an entire uh, loaded locker room. So um, I think you can market an entire show with CM Punk without CM Punk, rather, even though TBS was the one who wanted CM Punk on the show. There's always been this uh, branding for AEW that it really targets the hardcore fans. It's it's why Dynamite is structured the way it is, deba. Right? So Emil, uh, you seem to be like our type of fan. Like we seem to be the type of people that Tony Khan wants to target shows to. So for someone like you who's got a full time job, does another two hours of TV excite you? Parang yay more wrestling, or is it getting to a point na tegalang medyo too much na to? It will depend on how the product would look in the first couple of months of of, of the show. Because that would be uh, like, siempre pagbibagong show. Yes, I would show it. Just like when Rampage started, like um, for a while, it was you know it was a viewing habit for me to see Rampage. But when I saw that it was becoming, it was it was becoming what it is now. Like I I thought that. Maybe I could not watch Rampage this week. Like yeah. I'll like yeah. I'll be okay if I didn't see Rampage. And that yes. is what I feared Collision might become if they didn't take this seriously or if this if this doesn't become as different as Dynamite. Like it would the first few months like okay, okay, it's good and then eventually it will just become another like it will it will be in for WCW Thunder for this one, para magiging Thunder lang siya. So yun lang yung Worst spirits go with this show. That's why it is important for me that there's gonna be a brand split. Like I don't, I don't care now if there's gonna be a brand split just for the sake of punk. Like I don't, the the disha kawalan for me. Punk won't be coming back, but they need a brand split so that there's gonna be a distinction between dynamite and collision. When we first heard about Collision, diba, uh, yung balibalita nga is that the show would have uh, originally been built around CM Punk. And then now at the announcement, dito sa upfronts, Punk's nowhere near the promotional material. So yung sinabi ni Ro, I'm going to uh, ask you, Rowan, where do you stand on wanting Punk back in AEW? Honestly, I'm not really convinced na ready na si Punk bumalik in wrestling. I don't want to see him back yet. Uh, for me... I think he has to fix his problems first. I know he has a problem. I say everywhere he goes, he is the he has a problem, and then it will just lead to revolution uh, lage like lagi in every promotion he is in. Like recently in that brawl out that happened back in September, I don't want that thing to happen again. Lalo nya, lalo na gusto pa si A Steel, and I, I don't think mal. Uh, uh nga si CM Punk. I, I I don't think uh I'd still watch it. Although uh, having another hour for tele- hours pala kasi two hours to having another two hours for uh the programming for the whole week, parang hindi ko rin kakayanin. So as a student, parang hirap din ako manood to catch up with every shows. Yeah, I'm not gonna complain na oh there's another show. I, Well, I can't even watch it. 
Plus, uh, I want to add something. I want to add something. Usually, because Sundays, I treat it as my break with the resting week. Because that's like the yeah. only day. That's fair. That's the only yeah. day of the week. Now, except for my WWE PLEs, which is that's fine. Like once once a month, okay, lang yun. Pero in Sunday each week, I treat that as a break from all the wrestling that's that's been happening all week long. So having another day na may wrestling, eh, that's gonna be tough. Ironically, <laughs> Sunday is like the only time I can really watch <laughs> wrestling because of uh, all the other stuff going on on the weekday. Um, yeah, as Rowan's uh, to Rowan's point, that's what's what I was saying. They'll make you pick and choose which hours you want to watch, and then uh, Tony Khan wants you to choose his, especially if you're an AEW fan, and if you like the kind of stuff that AEW is putting out. Uh, Aaron has a comment here. He says the bahasa nang talaga because you know. 10 years ago or around that time, Raw shifted to three hours and then we all complained, right? But um, back then, there was no competition on TV. Like, the other only company you, were, you would likely watch was TNA, right? And TNA was what? On on either Wednesday or Thursday, whatever. They moved so much. They moved their uh, days so much. But... Uh, that was what two hours only, and then uh, you could skip TNA as well because not much was going on in uh, in that uh, in that promotion. Uh, even though you know WWE would get its future stars from there, um, TNA uh, When Raw became three hours, we didn't have NXT, so um, we only really oh we did have NXT, but that was but just not one in hour. its current format. Yeah, yeah, not in its current format. Um. Ten years ago, yes, it wasn't already already in its current format. Oh, that man. Um, so that was your diet. There were three hours of Raw on Monday, and then one hour of NXT on Tuesday, and then uh, two hours of SmackDown on the weekend. So that was manageable for us. But now with this number two promotion that has a lot of money in its hands, talagang bloated na yung ano yung programming block for the entire week, and um, it is legit a war of attrition. And I think that even though um, Tony Khan is making us choose, I don't think this lets him off the hook. He still has to put up uh, really good stuff uh, against the WWE to, for people to really choose him over uh, the WWE's uh, eight hours or seven hours of programming every week. Yeah, at some point, I'm going to ask, how, how much wrestling is too much? Don't get me wrong, I love wrestling. Right? Uh, wrestling has helped pay for like my bills over the last couple of years. But at, uh, as a fan, as you know, people like us who have to watch these things because we cover it, or for you, you're a completionist, ka, how much wrestling is too much? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't know. Um... At least, well, we're not at the point yet where both companies are running head to head on the same day. Or, well, maybe Rampage for and SmackDown. I mean, on, on Monday, at least. Like, I don't have to tune in. I don't have to switch my channels between Raw and Nitro like they did, like they did in the 90s. So maybe that's enough. If I had to review two shows by the same night, or you know, by Tuesday the next day, I would go crazy. So I'm glad that merong Pagitan parin, you know, there's one show a day at the very least. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other thoughts on collision on this, this uh, plus two hours that we'll have to devote to wrestling every week uh, before we get to break? Uh, Aaron has a question here. Does placing 
collision on a Saturday help? Uh, is it better? Um, would it have been better if they went head-to-head with WWE? Um, maybe it could have gone head-to-head with SmackDown. I think I would that would have been fine. Uh, but that's a Rampage slot. That's a Rampage slot, yes. Uh, then you would have to get rid of Rampage, right? Um, for me, I like it being on a Saturday, which is a Sunday morning for, for us here in the Philippines. Because at least I would have the rest of the day, ideally. And most days, I don't have anything to do on a Sunday. And then I can have, you know, a, a bit of time to watch it. It's like, uh, yeah, two hours. Because, you know, it's two hours back-to-back for AEW. And then one hour and 20-something minutes for SmackDown. Right? So, okay na yun kesa sa, I have to watch two shows after work on a Monday. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with Ro here. I would rather it be on a Sunday or even better if like they decide to hold uh, a weekly show on a Sunday, the Monday on Manila time because that's my lightest day. Monday, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Impa. Impa. Yeah. So yun yung mga, uh, like, like in a way, I kind of appreciate this schedule. Uh, but once they start messing with our Tuesday mornings and our Wednesdays, you know, dun na magkakatalo. Uh, I guess... Um... I, I guess this is why we do what we do, so that you don't have to, you, the listener, rather, uh, don't have to go through all of that content. I mean, you you could, but now it's not realistic. Not even for Rowan, who is part of the show, but you know he's a student and everything. He has legit responsibilities, like like we all do. But uh, Rowan more than most, because he's still uh, you know learning the skills that would get him through life. But um, we're here to try to make sense as uh, of as much of it as possible. Yeah, we try, we try. All right, we'll take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, and we're going to look back on the year since Sasha Banks and Naomi have walked out of WWE. But first, let's hear from our other podcasts right here on Podcast Network Asia. All right, let's talk about Randy Orton here. Uh, I think si Cowboy Bob Orton yung na quote this week because he uh, got interviewed and he said na uh, doctors have advised Randy Orton to step away from the ring for good. And that was probably a result of the back injury that he sustained in mid-2022. It's been about a year since we actually last saw him on WWE television. And... um. You know, we can speculate all night about whether or not his in-ring career is over. Ultimately, si Randy Orton lang talaga makakapag-decide niyan and maybe his medical team or like his family. So, I guess I'm going to jump ahead to ask if you think, no, you wait, as wait. a fan... Oh, yeah. Wait, we have to cut to the actual thing that they said. The doctors have told him to stop and to never wrestle again. That's that's a legit quote from Cowboy Bob. So, um, the reason why we're speculating this whole thing is because he has been advised to to call it quits. Right. So uh and so so I stand corrected there. Um yung, uh if if he's been advised to call it quits, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh there there's a part of Randy Orton who believes na if I do the edge thing and wait uh X years, I'll be able to have a comeback. But Randy Orton is forty two. See Edge when he was uh forced to step away, he was thirty seven. So, you know, Plus, Randy Orton has been on the grind for the last 20 years. And and 20 years of the WWE schedule at that. Whereas the Edge, his first eight, nine years were on the independence before he made it to WWE. So, hindi parallel yung nangyari kina Edge and Randy Orton. So, now, let me throw it to the ASHS. We'll start with Rowan. Do you think Randy Orton has unfinished business? My first, uh, well, I would really be sad if he retires. Pero every wrestler is bound to retire naman eh. So, pero does he have unfinished business? Kind of. I wish if he will retire, 
siguro it would be a career-threatening match or a retirement match. But if you come to think of it, uh, he has done a lot na rin in WWE. So he has nothing else to prove. So even if he retires now, it's okay lang din. Pero it, it would still make me sad. Mm-hmm. What's the unfinished business, uh, Rowan? Kasi sabi mo, meron pa eh. So what, what do you think he has left to do? Well, uh, I think there is... Well, he. I think he can uh, re- still wrestle somehow. Pero I think yun nga, parang he can co- compete in a match that could be his final match. Uh, like a proper match that will call it quits na talaga. O kaya, uh, try to regain the uh, tag titles along his along with his tag partner Riddle. Medyo malabo na, pero I don't know. I just want him to have a match pa before he retires. Okay, to clarify, uh, what we mean by unfinished business is like there's something he has to do before you think na kanwari, yeah, a Hall of Fame career or uh, he finished his story, right? Um, I mean, you know, Bret Hart never got his retirement match. <laughs> uh, one kick, one errant kick from Bill Goldberg, his in his full-time in-ring days were basically done. So let me ask you, Emil A.S.H., do you think there uh, there's any unfinished business for for Randy Orton? Maybe going for Ric Flair's record? But that's the only one I can think of because uh, this guy started so young. Like he started in the main roster of WWE when he was like, like 21 or 22. So... He's only he's only forty two, but it felt like he has been in WWE for, for 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 the longest of time, and for for his career, he has really done everything that he that is needed, uh, that he has to to do in in the wrestling business. I mean, he's, he's already uh, won the World Rumble, uh, WWE Championship championships, yeah, Grand Slam, Money in the Bank, World, uh, so. For me, wala na siyang dapat patunayan eh. And maybe the only thing that I you know, thought that maybe he could still go after was is the record. But aside from that, he could retire today and I can say that he's already one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Igaro, any unfinished business? Yeah, I can't believe people are are glossing over this. But he still has that heel turn left uh, against his current partner the partner that he left behind so (laughs) it's so weird if he retires without having ever resolved that because everyone knew it was headed there Uh, Randy Orton Grumpy Orton uh, sometimes pissed with Riddle so you knew there was a built-in rivalry headed there and you know if it really was going to be his last year that could have been like the retirement uh, the retirement angle like who better to retire him than the guy um he, the guy who you know won him over and then uh, eventually pissed off. <laughs> so, I uh, wanna know, I want a happy ending for Randy Orton, like he went out having a friend, yeah, but he didn't go out, go out. I mean, like, but still, everyone was waiting for that, diba? like, weren't you waiting for the inevitable heel turn against Rand, uh, Matt Riddle? Diba? So, I mean, um, we were all waiting for Bret Hart to have one last run in WWE, then he got kicked in the head. Oh, and then he had that match at WrestleMania 26. So there, there's that. He got he got to finish the story against Vince. Um, yeah, you know the man. You know the man. It's it it's just sad that you don't get to finish the story on your own terms, which is why Edge decided to come back. As for the physical side of it, I don't know if that means you know 
because of the edge thing, uh, because of the page thing, the Soraya thing. Now you you get to just rest for a few years and you come back. Uh, it is kind of sad that he's just forty two, while some of the other uh, relatively forties guys who are still um, on the come up in on the main roster are still getting their um, you know their their prime years, right? But the guy has had a twenty year career. He did technically go out on his twentieth year and. Um, now is a good time for him to retire. I would just stop and start collecting the paychecks. Work backstage if you really miss wrestling. But um, I would like to see him, if he can, if he's allowed to. Like, if taking a bump won't kill him, uh, wrap it up, you know, in a in a nice way. Just one match. You don't, even have, you don't even have to do, like, a bunch of matches leading up to that match. Just turn on Riddle, uh, work it for four weeks, and then uh, have him retire. Just do it at WrestleMania next year. Whatever. Just just finish the story, if you will. Uh, you know, not, not to laugh at Randy Orton or his fate. No, it's, it's just uh, the whole finishing the story thing always cracks me up. But yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Cody. Uh, but yeah, no, um, I, I really appreciate, I've grown to appreciate Randy Orton. In a way, he's like the San Antonio Spurs. But a lot of people called Randy Orton boring over the years, methodical, slow, however you want to call his style, whatever. I've, I've grown to respect what he brought every mm. year, whether as a face, as a heel. Um, there was a point where I became a believer in that end of Randy Orton. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, Randy's on TV. So, um, you know, this last year, there was a gate, there has been a gaping hole with his absence. And if this is it for uh, for the Viper, for the Apex Predator, then um, I'd like to think that he did do pretty much 99.9% of everything he could do in this business. So I think that if he had to retire today, it's not a bad way to go out because it could have been much worse. And all I want for him is to be healthy enough to see and you know to see his kids grow, to spend time with his family, and mm. really enjoy all of the money that he made from from wrestling. Right? Yeah, Aaron Triple H almost died literally. So. Of course, he can't finish the story on his own terms. But we don't know about Randy if, you know, Inya, if taking another bump will kill him or whatever. So unless we find out that information, then I will push for, you know, one last uh, heel turn against Matt Riddle. Because the guy is made to be a heel. You know, he's likable now, but, you know, he was always historically been a, been a heel. That's true. That's true. I'll never forget how my dad once told me when he saw 2009 Orton, na you know, with the shaved head and the gaunt cheeks, no facial hair. I'll never forget it. I have a question. All right, moving on. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. What's up? I have a What's question. Up, uh, I don't want to validity yung sinabi ni Cowboy Bob. But what if we don't work? Why would Why? you work? Some, why would you work the industry and the fans by saying that Randy can never wrestle again? Yeah, for, that's too a much. Surprise appearance. Para halimbawa, pagdating ng Royal Rumble, surprise, I'm back. Okay. Like that's the way I see. Okay. Pero of course, naniniwala pa rin ako sa back na maybe it could be his last run. Like, uh, yeah, but that, that would, I, I get what you're trying to say, but that would be a huge dick move because yeah. hey, you're literally making people fear for Randy's life and well-being, and then surprise, it's a work. Because <laughs> like, uh, it happens you know. so much. Yeah, when, yeah. When it comes, ko, first comes to mind Alexa Bliss back in 2018. For some reason, someone made up a rumor na parang since andami yung concussion, it might be the end of her career. Tapos turns out she's still competing up to now. 
But that's a rando making up a rumor, yeah. though. This is yeah. like his father. Actually, that herself. Actually, no. Parang yeah. ane, it, it was like reported then some, sometime. Okay. Yeah, but did Alexa say that herself? Yeah. You know the difference, eh? Diba? Uh, uh, what you're saying is Cowboy Bob is is uh, saying this to work people as opposed to someone saying something supposedly about Alexa Bliss. Chaka, why why would Cowboy Bob work people in on behalf of Randy? Yeah, like, ano ano kinalaman ni ng tatay niya? Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right, let's uh, keep going with some news outside the ring. Babyface producer Jasper, let's show the man of the people, Seth Rollins, on the set of Captain America New World Order. So the visionary has landed himself a spot in the MCU. And whether or not malaki yung papel ng Serpent Squad, I personally am not uh, that familiar with them as characters in the Marvel comic universe. Uh, but being in the MCU is a hell of a deal. So this is a huge get for Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, ang daming extracurricular ganap ni Seth recently. So he was involved with the NFL, the, the Chicago Bears, his favorite team. Yep. Uh, his uh, his ride or die team, which either <laughs> delights or disappoints him, depending on the week when it, uh, during the NFL season. Um, now he has this. Um, it's funny because uh, you know Becky started it with the whole uh, appearance in Young Rock. That was now he's doing this movie actor thing. Uh, I am all for wrestlers finding uh, an entire revenue source outside of wrestling, especially when it draws on their uh, their unique set of skills. About you, you get you know how to fight, you know how to play fight, then you know how to act. My only problem is that once again, like with many wrestlers appearing in movies, especially The Rock, this guy looks like Seth Rollins just dropped into the MCU and not you know. Uh, Kobe Lopez changing his look to be a completely different character. So this villain looks like Seth Rollins from the WWE and not any other actor. <laughs> That's how Dwayne Johnson has operated his entire movie career. This guy is just The Rock in this movie. What do you want to scroll that has heavy makeup and shit? Yeah, yeah. Batista <laughs> does it. Batista changed up his entire look to be Drax the Destroyer. Yes, That's true. That's uh, that's dedication to the craft. I don't want you to be a wrestler, being a wrestler in a movie. <laughs> um, yeah, we're kind of tired Cena, of that. Cena at least grew his hair. At least he yes. made, made effort to look different from his, uh, you know, uh, how we know him as a wrestler, how he looked as a wrestler. And now he brought that to the wrestling. And, you know, even though he's balding, it is at least a different look for him. He looks more like a regular person than John Cena, the wrestler. So, you know, you know, you know, pet peeve. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go, Emil, are you going to sing in the theater if you see Seth? No, you know, I'm, I'm not that, I'm not good. that Mark. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's good. Um, any, anytime a wrestler makes money without taking bumps, I'm, I'm always, uh, I'm always happy for them. And uh, plus, I mean, um, I think this must be a dream come true for Seth, knowing he's a Marvel fan and uh, knowing uh, before he had multiple gears uh, that inspired the Marvel characters. So it, it must be a thrill for him to finally be involved in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So maybe I'll look forward to watching this movie because Seth is in it. I am one of those guys. Now, if there's a wrestler, uh, a, a favorite wrestler of mine is in a movie, I'll make sure to catch it. That, that's uh, that's uh, that's how much of a fan I am of Seth Rollins. 
No, I feel you. Um, I'm like that as well. Whenever I see a wrestler in a movie, especially a big movie, I make uh, I go out of my way to see it because mm. like that guy's one of us. I mean, yeah. oh. so you know he represents our community. So I go out and support them by buying a ticket. So uh, you, you gotta prove that he's a draw. Sorry, you gotta you gotta prove that he's a draw, right? but um, you sure. are bringing in an entirely different audience or a hopefully different audience. So you know, prove the may return your investment in that. Rowan, which wrestler do you want to see in an MCU film next? Well, I can't really answer that question because I'm not a fan of superhero movies. I'm, I don't really see, I don't really watch a lot of movies lately because I'm boring. So I can't really answer that question. Uh, but okay. I, I'll give my thoughts with Rollins' uh, new gig, you know. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm amused when wrestlers would pop up in, uh, like, outside of wrestling, like in pop culture, whatever. I'm not against uh, this thing kasi kikita naman siya eh, and I'm, I'm happy for him. And I think mas napapadalas na yung ganitong type of thing right now. I think from last year or from the past few decades, parang bihira lang yung wrestlers na nafe-feature sa movies. Pero right now, parang mas marami na silang nafe-feature kahit sa series. Um, kaya, I think it's because of social media na rin. Yeah. No, he has a point, yeah. Yeah, he does have a point. Uh, I was thinking that there were other wrestlers in other movies like, you know, Kevin Nash, uh, Stone Magic Cold, Mike, yeah. Stone Great Cold Kali. Appeared, Stone Cold appeared in that uh, Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, yeah, he did. The Longest Yard. Yeah. But uh, he's right. Yeah, no, there are more, more wrestlers than doing extracurricular stuff. And that's All right. good. Let's go yeah. yeah, always good. Always good. All right, uh, let's get to this um, this bit here about Sasha Banks and Naomi. It's actually been a year since they walked out and relinquished the Women's Tag Team Championship. So looking back, Emil, uh, do you think it worked out for the best for all parties involved? Um, for for uh, for Shay Naomi, definitely. Because they bet on themselves. Eh. Like, um, hindi lahat kaya makapag walk out to WWE and expect na they'll still be relevant or there still be companies na would want them but both of them they did it like now we see uh, Mercedes having banger matches in Japan Trinity just made her impact debut and, the, and they're treating her as a big deal so in a way nag pay off yung ginawa nila last year so kudos to them because not everyone can do it on the WWE side Maybe, hindi, parang hindi pa din nagbabago yung status quo eh. Like, they just walked out and it seems like things are still the way it is. And, but, but with the Triple H taking over, we now see more, we now see better matches during uh, premium live events. On TV, maybe still, uh, may room for improvement pa doon. But, uh, but the way I see things, they improve a bit on the WWE side, but, and for Sasha and Naomi, they bet on themselves, and uh, I commend them for it. Mm -hmm. uh, Emil, you alluded to WWE being a machine, but that's why yeah. there's a depth chart. Next man or next woman up, as we say in sports. So, Rowan, you feel WWE misses Sasha Banks and Naomi or Mercedes and Trinity in 2023, a year after they'd walked out? Uh, I Well, it's their loss. But I, I don't think... I don't know if they need them right now. If Siguro they do miss uh, Sasha and Naomi or Mercedes and Trinity. Pero kasi if they stay longer, 
uh, I think it will just y- yung progress nila will be ano hindered by the limitations of WWE. Even if the scenarios from last year mangyari like uh, the Vince scandal or like uh, step and trips like running the company, even if they stayed, I think ano may limitations pa rin and they don't have this freedom to reach their full potential. Kaya right now, I think it's fine na they walked out and moved somewhere else. Uh, looking at Mercedes right now, she has reached her full potential. She won the IWGP Women's title. And I, I believe in 2019 pa lang, I already felt like when she left for a brief period, parang maybe bagay siya mag-all elite. Bagay siya mag AEW. Parang hindi siya bagay sa style ng WWE. She gets uh, like hindered so much. Kaya parang okay lang din if they walk out. And then it, when it happened, uh, I think uh, they're gonna have a better career now. Mm-hmm. Ikaro, how do you look back on this after a year? Okay. Uh, there are two questions. but You, t- you post two questions to the kids. Um, one is, yes, I do think WWE misses the star power of at least Sasha Banks and maybe Naomi. Uh, there's, these are two established women on their, on their roster. Uh, Sasha Banks especially was a Triple H girl. Um, he pretty much developed uh, Sasha uh, from NXT. So um, I think she would have fared a lot better under Triple H because... Um, she would have gotten a lot more chances that I think Vince wouldn't have given her. So there's that. Um, Naomi then is a big name. I think that she would have uh, eventually joined the bloodline and be their female presence. So I think without you know something like that, the bloodline also is kind of hamstrung by being an all-male group. So, you know, it's not a big miss. It's not a big loss, but it is still a loss. And the more big stars that WWE has or any other company has, the better it is for them. Now, the second question is, are they better off without WWE? Uh, Mercedes, yes, for sure. Definitely better off. I'm always for um, for someone living out their dreams, uh, no matter what it is. Uh, her dream was always to work in Japan, and she did, she did just that. Uh, Trinity, um, she felt slighted by WWE by Vince, but I think she could have given it another chance when it, uh, because of Triple H. Um, I'm not entirely sure that being an Impact is like a hundred percent wave. Better, she does have the same opportunity to um, to elevate that brand that show the same way Sasha did for NJPW and Stardom. Right? So uh, they have their own caches um, uh, to carry with them right? wherever they go. But um, I think they're they're way better off. Um, especially if... I think the mere fact that you leave a place that doesn't value you, that's already a big win. So um, good for them. I think good for the fans as well. Not good for the fans who are only pro WWE, I guess, but are the, them's the breaks for you guys. Not not only yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. Not only that they go, left, go, go. Not only that they left because they're value like this is a value, but the division itself, the women's division itself, parang hindi vina value. Yeah, that that uh, them walking away is already like ano, uh, the 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 yun yung way of pagwewelga nila. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of places where the women's division isn't valued, uh, let's talk about the elite. Uh, they have reformed as a whole uh, in the main event of Dynamite, Hangman Page, 
joining Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks in their fight against the Blackpool Combat Club. And uh, now we've got anarchy in the arena too. So it seems like it's an annual gimmick ng the Elite or ng Blackpool Combat Club because it's always one of those two teams in the stadium stampede slash anarchy in the arena, right? So um, any feelings uh, upon seeing Hangman Page and seeing the Elite have this moment against the Blackpool Combat Club? Let's start with Emil. Uh, definitely, yes. I was earlier while watching Dynamite and... When Hangman went out and then Kenny gave him that broom, I was so happy. I was so hyped. And uh, it's it's long time coming. I mean, um, yes, uh, that view that they had was really good. But I think it's now time that we finally got the Elite back together as a group. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. So it was a really good moment, and I'm looking forward to the Anarchy in the Arena match. Mm-hmm. Rowan, did you get to catch this earlier? Uh, and uh, what did you think of how this whole thing was paced? I actually did catch this up before we go live. Uh, I'm really happy because it feels like I was watching New Japan again. Because the only reason I would only watch New Japan is because of Bullet Club. Uh, Bullet Club na Kenny pa, si Kenny pa yung leader. Was he the leader that time? I kind of forgot. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of yeah. I, it reminded me of that. Uh, New Japan run. Yeah, I'm really happy that they reunite sila lahat. I thought uh, this Elite versus Bullet, uh, not Bullet Club, uh, BCC uh, rivalry will culminate in a blood and guts match. But I think mm-hmm. it would be better kung ganon yung mangyayari. Pero bakay naman talaga yung ending. Ano lang to, Step one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, but I'd still love to see that. No unang when Hangman hasn't showed up. I thought si Takeshita na yung magiging ano, yeah. parang yeah. member. Yeah, there is that. Diba? Yeah. And I would have been fine with that too. Right. Uh, Ro, question for you. Uh, Don Callis did his explanation thing post-heel turn, right? But until now, hindi pa rin clear if he's actually aligned with BCC because it's entirely possible that he did his thing independent of the BCC. Yeah, um, I think he is. I mean, he is independent of the BCC, rather. Uh, he, it didn't seem like they were working for him. You know, Mox was talking like uh, uh, they were an independent unit. They were independently angry at the elite and at Kenny Omega, diba. So I think uh, Don, Don Callis is this weird third party in the somehow is uh not necessarily switzerland in its neutrality pero uh just someone who is also angry 
don't I don't know. Um it's there's a lot of moving parts here, pero Despite, the, moving parts, the pace is kind of awkward, yeah. if you ask me. Because ang daming nangyayari. Yeah, and daming then, nangyayari. Um, it's like hindi siya nabigyan ng enough time to breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I do agree with Rowan that I thought the ending was blood and guts and not Stadium Stampede. Because Stadium Stampede is a goofy match. Yeah. It's not a Ulo, super serious... Ulo nung match na yun. <laughs> oh, yes. It, you know, it's That's not That's kind seri- of the point. Kaya nga yeah, anarchy. Sorry. <laughs> no, like I, I hate like hindi di ko alam kung saan ako magpo-focus. Like suddenly they're brought yeah, yeah, yeah. the arena. No, but, no what, yeah. what I'm trying to say is that it's not as serious as a blood and guts match. About anarchy in the arena, stadium stampede. Those are you know their ways of having a false count anywhere with a bunch of guys, and then they usually end up uh, doing funny stuff with them. Uh, you would know that you know past iterations of this were were also somehow ha ha funny. Uh, maybe it would be different because remember the BCC is involved, but um, I do think the real end game that guy is blood and guts for this because it's literally blood and guts. The name is right there. The name implies like um, uh, a finality, a final showdown. But this is just you know, step one. You make my dream come true. Uh, it's just, it's not there. And there is still a missing element in like, where did Takeshita go? He was literally yeah. right there last week. And then now he's not here and Hangman is here. Uh, are you still planning to bring in both Takeshita and Ibushi? Because at this point, if you're going to do blood and guts, uh, you know, or at least, you know, stadium stampede, anarchy in the, re- in the arena, whatever you call it, at least round it out to five on five. Right? Uh, Don Callis brings in Ibushi. Which, which I was predicting last week, and then uh, uh, the elite have in um, recruit uh, Takeshita because you know there's a DDT connection, man. Um, I think that's the way to go with all these moving parts because people will notice when you do, when you don't use the missing parts, the missing pieces. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I agree that um, this is weird, but. Uh, somehow they saved the entire thing with the feel-good uh, development of Hangman reuniting with the elite. Yeah. Uh, ito, my point to Aaron. Kala ko ba ayaw ni na Mox and Brian yung Quindy cinematic matches, but the silliness that's associated with the elite, diba? So what do, you, what do you think about that? The BCC being in this spot where, as you mentioned, anarchy in the arena is for the haha, for the silliness plus violence. Maybe they'll change it up. That the BCC was railing against. Uh, Maybe they'll change it up. Maybe they'll make it serious. Sorry, go, go ahead, Amin. I mean, to be fair, if you saw the Anarchy in the Arena match last year, that wasn't really funny. That was super violent. Like, Eddington going out with the looking like a, a movie zombie villain. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that was really funny. That was, I, I, was, I got legit. Scared. Oh, that was funny to me. <laughs> Yeah, because the props are always funny. <laughs> some some props are funny. But it's kind PTSD coming from where we came from. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about WWE. Uh, Roman Reigns, of course. AJ Styles. And maybe uh, we'll have some talk about the women's championships. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. We alluded to this earlier on, uh, but at Night of Champions, we're going to see Roman Reigns and Solo Sikoa going against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. So uh, it's a nice wrinkle to this story that 
parang hindi na, it's not really about Sammy and Kevin anymore. It's really more about Roman finding the Usos incompetent. Yeah, he's like, if you want something done right, I'm gonna you know do it myself. Which is why he and Solo have decided to uh, pursue the tag team championships. So, uh, Rowan, what do you think about this wrinkle? I, I would like Roman to win this one just so <laughs> he can add more belts in his collection. Belts in his collection, like I. Uh, that, Roman that all belts. Roman all belts. Tapos may inis yung mga fans. Mar- may maririnig na naman. Ayoko na manood ng WWE. Uh. Look at you making fun of the fans. I approve. Oh, I approve of this. <laughs> like, I, 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 like, which is weird kasi they will say that pero they will still watch it. Pero, like, there are some fans naman na hindi ko magets. Like, they, they're getting tired of the bloodline storyline. Pero, it's it's worth noting and it's important here in this bloodline storyline na there's a tension within the faction which is the bloodline and it's something to look forward to kasi nga ang, uh, what's about to happen is uh, the Usos are likely to be kicked out of the bloodline that's the way I see it and I find it really interesting yeah if Nanalo didn't see Roman and Solo that would be interesting kasi we might see Roman and Solo versus the Usos do you like to see that? Mm-hmm. Would you like to see that? Yeah. Uh, actually, that's my next. My, that's my next question. Actually, but uh, I kind of wanted to save this for the predictions next week. But I realize I'm gonna have a time to predict. Um, so, would you? Uh, obviously, the story is now about Roman and Solo uh, versus the Usos. About uh, it's cousin versus cousin. It's not really. Um, uh, Sammy and Kevin have. Successfully been relegated to being the side characters here, diba? Um So, would you like Sammy and Kevin to lose the championships already, and then, parang we circle back into uh, the Usos getting their big cathartic moment, the same way Sammy and Kevin got their big cathartic moment against them, diba? So, uh, it's funny. Because it's still revolving around these same six people, pero meron parin siyang um meron parin siyang emotional hook, I think, for all of us. Even though there are some fans who are complaining that uh, these six guys have been involved with each other for the past what five months, about five months since January, diba? since uh, since the Royal Rumble and since War Games, even, diba? Uh, even though they have made an attempt to. Um, uh, have Sammy and Kevin do something else by doing uh, some stuff with the Judgment Day and Imperium. So I, I wanted to get your thoughts because I think this is an interesting thing that while risky, I think also is a high reward. I actually don't want KO and Sammy to lose the championships. Uh, like for yeah, me, th- the ultimate reward is to have Jay defeat Roman for the championship. That's the ultimate yeah. reward because okay, Jay is so I yeah. think it's only right that Jay literally finishes the story that started with him three years ago. Yep. Okay. They they don't need the tag they don't need the tag team titles to to wrap up the bloodline story. They don't need for me. Okay. But okay. like in a kayfabe sense, the naisip ko, sa, di ba si Sami bawal pumunta ng ano Saudi. So no, that's my bad. Yeah. Right. Forget about. Yeah, it is your bad. 
but they never explain it then in kayfabe like they always just found a way to book these Saudi shows without Sammy getting involved and now na uh, yung, yung geopolitical tension between uh, the KSA and Syria has uh, been resolved for the time being uh, it opens the door for Sammy to appear at Night of Champions alright yeah. that's cool because I if he's not allowed to appear it might be a handicap match matatalo si Kevin and Sammy so, and then Roman and Solo would win the titles Oh yeah, yeah, but that's not happening. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's not happening either because when Sammy doesn't yeah. go to Saudi, Kevin, Kevin yeah, does not go to yeah. Saudi either. Right, right. So, all right. So, Ek is gonna do it. Sorry, Rowan. <laughs> Keep up. All right, I, moving on. I, I, AJ Styles. I, yes, I, yes. I, I just want to. Say, I forgot. I just want to say that segment on SmackDown was uh, really top tier when uh, Roman gaslit the Usos the entire the entire segment and. Yung the yung when he dedicated the match to the best Afa and Sika. The was really good. That was really good. I just want to say it. <laughs> yeah, who uh who's the worst bully? Roman Reigns or the bully in the glory? Let me know in the comment section. <laughs> so I'm right. watching the glory. Roman now. Parin, he, he me. <laughs> I mean like Roman is doing that to his family. <laughs> <laughs> I think true. I think it's the worst, Diba. That's I true. Ro- That's true. Rowan would also know that you know the bully in the family is the worst. Yes, yes, yes. the worst. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, yeah. let's move on to AJ Styles coming out of the SmackDown side of the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Uh, I think some of you did call this on last week's stream, so it's going to be AJ versus Seth heading into Night of Champions. So my expectations, Bakayo, for you know for AJ Styles over the next couple of weeks. No, go kids. Um, this is your time. You know, I'll, I'll start first. I appreciate that we we got good matches on the SmackDown side of the tournament, but this doesn't really need to happen. If AJ does win the title, like, does that mean he's moving to Raw or like with the OC? Yes. Or or yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I I thought maybe the world title could move to. SmackDown and then no okay no but uh, yeah I, I you're not gonna displace the bloodline just like that young boy yeah all right all right yeah I mean a lot of people no to be fair a lot of people thought that but Chempre we have to go back to the words of Triple H when he announced uh the the, the championship the uh the raw the championship is raw exclusive it will be uh wherever Roman isn't gonna be and Roman isn't gonna switch because of this all right but yung uh adjust but yeah I, I I, ngayon, I'm settled that Seth is the champion. I, I don't care. Because, like, uh, AJ is from SmackDown. Kasi, like, the, the tournament side for SmackDown doesn't need to happen. The Raw side itself could have been the tournament fi- the, the tournament for the World Heavyweight Championship. Kung nag-ground raw bin lang sila, or like, they added two more wrestlers to make it like an elimination, single elimination. But for AJ, I'm, I'll be fine if he wins the title. Uh, like, bugging, bugging, ano siya? Like, that make him a Grand Slam or Grand Slam na ba siya? Both guys I have mean, already become Grand yeah. Slam champions. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, uh, to answer Bruce's question, di namin alam. We are not in the room where it happens. For me, I, yeah, I'm I okay. I'm okay with uh, AJ Styles winning the SmackDown side of the bracket. Um, and even though I think it's, I mean, anyway, lahat naman, lahat naman uh, are predicting a Seth victory, but at least we're gonna get a hell of a match. With a world heavyweight championship, I mean, we all saw, 
we already seen Seth vs. AJ from 2019. It was great. So Money in the Bank. Uh, yeah, Money in the Bank. So it looks like we're going to get another one. Plus, I'm happy that uh, at least pagbalik ni AJ, he's on the main event. He's on the main event scene. He's, he's competing for a world title. So uh, it, at least it's better than where he was when he got injured. So I'm glad that he's going to get this match. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. Um, I don't know. This is, this is a dead giveaway. But I'm glad that Seth is the guy, um, to be winning this. Uh, deserve it, Uh, I think everyone then is at peace finally with Cody not being <laughs> world champion just yet. Oh, I may think. Brock um, yeah. Brock pasha tapos. Uh, people are you know at least for now placated by the fact that he beat Brock, diba? So, uh, wala mo nang galit galit dahil di pa siya champion or dahil uh, siya sa tournament, diba? So the story was um, the the undisputed you know uh, the Uwu championship. And uh, I did believe, I do believe that Seth deserves his flowers a lot more than Cody does. And and we're pretty much on the cusp of that. Uh, there is no reason to give it to AJ Styles now. I mean, I'm sorry, AJ Styles fans, but uh, Seth is the guy. and He's been the guy for quite a while. I mean, the songs you sing alone prove that. Right? So, yeah, the 12-minute singing in that European yeah. arena. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I think that was the O2. Group. That's the O2, the ba? Uh, nde parang German yun eh. Ah, okay, okay. Mm. All right, yeah. Masayon, twelve minutes. Jeez, wow. that's how much people love Seth. <laughs> All right, let's finish it up here by talking about the women's champions in WWE. So you've got Bianca Belair as Smack as Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown, and Rhea Ripley as SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw. And I don't know, it's kind of confusing because last time this happened, the ba, we had that exchange gift segment uh, in the middle of the ring. Where Becky and Charlotte awkwardly did their thing. Na ang sabi sabi eh, may legit na beef pa coming right out of it. So with uh, Bianca and Rhea, I have no idea what's going on here. It's very unusual to see na the draft has settled, my fallout na and everything. Everyone's in their respective shows, and yet these championships are still on opposite brands. May may theory ako dito as to why hanggang ngayon wala pa ding title exchange. Uh, I think. I know. Um, it's because they wanted Bianca to break the record first for the longest reign uh, as women's champion before they could do a title exchange. Because we alluded to it uh, weeks ago that if they do the title switch, it's going to be a brand new reign. So I think... Hold up. Bianca's reign is already the longest. Yeah, she already yeah. clipped so Becky. Now they should be able to do this. And, mm-hmm. and I, think oh, it's yeah, I think it's a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Alright, good morning, uh, pala kay Mon. Uh, hey, tayo Mon. before we hey. what's up, How's it going? the man who beat the PPA. <laughs> All right, uh, Rowan, your thoughts on, on uh the title swap not happening yet. Yeah, it was really weird. I watched SmackDown uh last Saturday or Sunday pala. Uh like now we were done all like Bianca is still the Raw Women's Champion and there's no switcheroo uh, with Rhea's SmackDown title. Ako ang naisip ko dyan, Triple H might be coming up with s- some solution na doesn't have to involve a switcheroo. Pero ako, if I would be asked, ano yung solution for this? It's kind of weird kasi ang naisip ko, rename the Raw and SmackDown Women's titles. Like, kasi back in 2010, this wasn't really a problem if like na-draft yung 
Divas Champion or Women's Champion because it doesn't have the brand's names. Kaya, okay. So if they would rename the titles, siguro it, it would it would be fine, and they they can just uh, switch brands every time. Okay. okay. How do you work around this? Uh, Rowan actually has a good idea um, to change the name itself, but Champre, they're not going to do that because you have to like identify which show it's on, right? Um, and it messes with the lineage. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, you know, I just just switch it. Like at this point, you are the champion on the other brand. You know, you're the champion in the other brand. So I don't understand why they're not doing this. Um. Yung switch switch Sharuna Gidwani Vince the handoff back in 2021, I believe. Um yeah. it was dumb, but it got the job done. It, yeah. it made sense. Uh, you're the champion. I got drafted to the other show. You're both do it, you're both the champions. So just do that. So well, it's, it's not weird. even um, the first time that happened. It actually happened first yeah. with the Street Profits and the New Day. Oh, oh, oh. And that was so friendly. They were like, oh, hey, so you know, oh, hey, I'm no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, um, sorry, I'm trying to remember. I think me nangyari din title switch before the uh, the Street Profits and the New Day, but I just can't remember. Parang nangyari din yun in 2019. Yeah, it's probably happened before. Um, the thing is, even though it looks kind of stupid, uh, alam mo yun, Gets the job done. Addresses the issues. Yeah, it addresses the issues. Rather than, you know, Triple H is cooking something and we'll wait for it. But while we're waiting for it, the SmackDown Women's Champion is on Raw and the Raw <laughs> Women's Champion is on SmackDown. And they're they're defending it on those particular shows, Siba. Right? So uh, might as well get it over with then wait for this big... Uh, Big thing, uh, big ceremony, whatever that Triple H is planning. Maybe they'll do it at Nine of Champions. Where yeah, both... I mean, if there is a big thing, yeah, right? But announce it. Wala pa namang announce it, of Champions. But let's say exactly. it's happening at Night of Champions. Sure, let's let it happen there, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it unravels. Because uh, I'm with you guys. I have no idea what's going on and why uh, Rhea continues to hold the. SmackDown Women's Championship and Bianca continues to hold you Raw Women's Championship. So, uh, we'll yeah. see what happens there. It, I just sorry. It again. Sorry, real quick. It again makes the the brands or the networks rather whoever the kayfabe uh, drafters were look stupid. Because hey, <laughs> you you just took the other champions, uh, the other show's champion, without you know really getting anything positive from it or maybe smackdown gets it because it gets the the better end of that deal because bianca is technically the better champion on paper but still it looks stupid everyone looks stupid and uh nobody deserves to look that stupid yeah i just remembered so because yeah. solution is like to rename the titles there i i thought of another way lineage and if they would ever have a match like si bianca or ria like they're uh, respective matches to defend their titles. If they successfully defended it, or if there's a new champion crown, there will be a new title introduced. Pero malabo din mangyari. Pero that's the way I see it. Just so yeah, you just introduced a new world heavyweight championship. I don't think anyone's gonna introduce a new women's championship within like a month. May balak nga sila mag, mag introduce ng ano tag team ta- championship back in January pa pero hindi pa nila. Uh, that's a belt, though. They're yeah, not introducing a... a new championship. That's a belt to represent both. All right. Which is different. 
All right. Yeah. All right. So yes, now now that Good. we've uh, settled that, uh, <laughs> let's begin to wrap up here. Time for the audio-only part of this week's podcast. And uh, no ASH is here for this uh, this portion. Both of them have to do big boy things, which we totally respect and encourage here on the pod. So it's just me and Ro going through some of these talk points. So let's start off with JD for JD, which I believe we alluded to last week. And it's the uh, rumor that JD McDonough is being groomed for a spot on the Judgment Day now that he's on Raw. And the first sign we got of this was uh, on Raw when JD was being interviewed by Kathy Kelly and then uh, perched on like a higher level dito sa parking area was Finn Balor looking over uh, the scene sa baba. So what do you think for uh, about this development? Yeah, I already told you my feelings about this last week. But I didn't want JD to be associated with his trainer and mentor Finn Balor because... He's just going to look like Finn Balor light. And now they're actually doing this. I guess Finn pushed for it because, of course, it's JD. So, okay, sure. Um, they brought back their favorite plot device, uh, which is to have someone looming in the background for the internet to spot and post on social media. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I don't know if... I don't know. I don't know if it's going to... Um, if it's going to make... Too big of a difference to the raw uh, roster, to the raw brand. But I think uh, JD does have a better fighting chance to stay and survive on the on the depth chart right? when he's aligned with uh, a popular group like the Judgment Day. Right? I don't know. I don't know what his what he's gonna be, what his rank is gonna be when he joins the Judgment Day. Pano kaya siya, you know? Ano ba siya? Siya ba yung you know, um, it's something about whatever gets you TV time is a win for your career. What I like about uh, the JD McDonough main roster uh, run so far is the vignette that they aired of him where they kind of softly did away with the sadist gimmick. Because mm. NXT, he was so obsessed with breaking ligaments and bones and like pressure points and all that shit. And what we got on Raw was simply a guy na parang, I tried to be a good guy, tried to do things the right way. What did it get me? Nothing. So parang now I found the road to success and everyone in my way is going to suffer my wrath or whatever. So it, it's it's very stereotypical villain, but I think it's a necessary watered-down version for the main roster. I don't know, but I, I just felt like when I saw that character in NXT, I had a I had a hard time buying into the fact that it would actually survive the main roster. I don't know how you feel about that. Parang, uh, well, the creepy thing was creepy. <laughs> it was super weird. I, I didn't I didn't know how it would quite translate outside of, you know, creepy exactly. incels. Yeah. Pero, uh, Yung weird part is why are they running these character vignettes if the end game was going to be him joining Judgment Day? Because yeah, but that's not going to be his Judgment Day character, right? He's going to be a part of a group, and then he's probably going to be a henchman, right? Uh, parang mawawala rin, parang mawawash out din yung um yung character traits ayon, unless you're like a Dominic Mysterio whose entire personality now is he's a he's an asshole son to his dad, right? Um. Damien Priest doesn't have a personality right now other than um, his recent personality of being big Puerto Rican asshole. He's, he's the Puerto Rican asshole of the Judgment Day. And Finn Balor is already the Irish asshole of the Judgment Day. So do you need another, another Irish asshole in JD? So, um, you know, I, I felt like the vignettes were counterproductive to what 
they will eventually do with him. You mentioned uh, someone's personality getting lost in the overall motif of a of a faction, right? Mm. Will that happen to Ilya Dragunov? Because uh, the rumors are also saying right now that he's being considered for a run alongside Imperium. When a lot of us remember Ilya Dragunov from his matches with Walter on WXW and then in NXT UK, but now to see him alongside Gunther, it's bound to be different. And do you feel like Mama Walter down the new essence ni Ilya Dragunov? I think for Ilya, they'll find a way to have him stand out to Imperium. Um, Vinci and Vinci, rather, he was reintroduced as this Italian model. Then that got washed out because they brought him in as uh, as a as you know Imperium again. Yeah. But I don't think that's gonna happen to Ilya. I think Ilya is too special for them to wash out who he is. Parang, yes, he's obviously going to be like another henchman in service to um, to Gunther, but he's definitely going to be the Randy Orton in that in that group. Uh, you know, uh, refer- referring to his role in uh, evolution. evolution. Yeah, and he's already so, bigger than Vinci. Yeah, exactly. So I think he'll be like the golden boy of that of Imperium if that ever happens. I don't think the plans are final just yet, but. Um, I I do believe that they'll find him a niche that can make him stand out from Gunther. Yeah, so now that you mention Ilya having his own little niche in Imperium, I thought about Pete Dunne in The Brawling Brutes, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But somehow he kind of made it work And now Butch has kind of grown on some people uh, mm-hmm. Maybe for some fans Medjo begrudgingly has grown uh, Has caught on And I'm just waiting for a point Where he gets to really break off from the brutes And become Pete Dunne So I'm hoping that to go back to JD McDonough It doesn't take away yung Irish ace personality Because there was something there in NXT uh, You know, uh, um, creepiness notwithstanding Yeah uh... I don't know. Parang they were, it was them finding uh, a, a new character after the Irish Ace, which is no. He's still uh, calling himself the Irish. Yeah, Ace. but uh, he's not that Irish Ace anymore. Because in the NXT UK, he was that was his entire personality. Right. right? He was an Irish who was an Ace, but uh, now in NXT UK, uh, in NXT stateside rather, um, they found him something different. The the creepy American psycho kind of kind of dude who likes inflicting pain and is kind of a weirdo about it, and then. Um, it was them finding uh, a, a personality that matched the colorful tapestry that was the NXT 2.0 roster, right? So, that's what I said if he joins the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. All right, let's cross over now to AEW and talk about Sammy Guevara, who is in this four-pillar storyline uh, for, for Double or Nothing. And it's kind of weird because over the last few weeks, they've built him up to either be MJF's friend or his lackey. And then ultimately, nagising siya and realized na, Hindi bayaran. I'm not going to lay down for you, MJF. And yet, he'd antagonized Darby and uh, Jungle Boy for so long. And then fast forward to this morning in Austin, Texas, comes out, squashes his opponent in five seconds and cuts a babyface promo as the hometown kid because uh, he's from Houston. Mm. And then he goes out and uh, defends Jungle Boy and Darby and gives them the begrudging respect act all in a span of a week. What happened here? Yeah, they, they fit in this entire story, um, this arc rather, in two months. The, the first month was spent uh, on him Closing up to to MJF, right? and now they're rushing the 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 hero's journey for him. Uh, it's weird. Um, I don't know. It's weird. 
in a way, I can get what they're trying to do. Like, siempre, a lot, a lot can happen in a day. But what more in seven days or what more in two weeks? About so sure, that's a, that could be a thing. But you know, in the in the time span, in the time frame of a wrestling program, the uh, week to week is a, a wild, uh, wildly fast pace to go about things. Like about in actual TV shows, uh, an arc like that would take an entire season. That's like uh, at least eight to ten episodes, eight to ten weeks. Um, and they spent a lot of that in that other side. So I don't know. They they rushed this one. Uh, Inga, I originally thought they were gonna play him as someone who is playing the other faces. There is still a chance that they can do that, but I don't know what the end game for that would be, since uh, the four way pillars match is pretty much every man for himself. So what what is there really? What advantage is to be gained by betraying the other two faces somewhere along the way? Ako naman na mamadalian ako dun sa pag turn big lani Sammy Guevara because he went through so much in 2023 alone. Just just when you thought that he was a good guy na as a lead JAS and then uh, he's now into the four pillar story. So like, like make up your mind. What is his character arc supposed to be? And I found found it super weird na big lashan like about face this week, like two weeks before double or nothing. Like this could have been properly spaced out siguro and given time to breathe kind of like what we said earlier on the live stream. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. Um, I said the 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 grail or the measure to compare this to is the entire bloodline arc with Sami Zayn, right? and that was told over months and months and months. Yeah, to the point where people are getting sick of it because it's still being told. But that is long term storytelling for you. And when you don't do it that way, you get products like this Sami Guevara uh, rush job, right? So, um, you can't discount the benefits of a properly mapped out story and i think uh to me that's where tony khan fails in where um in which he thought he was like this master storyteller because oh look at me I'm, i'm a big fan of wrestling i i've been fantasy booking since i was a teenager I, i have had all these ideas and now when the time comes to actually do the work and you know have an entire brand and company on the line in your hands uh, he can't. He can't quite pull it off the way he thought he could. So, sayang din. I I I kind of feel sorry for Sammy because I, I do think there is space for him to have like this Sami Zayn type of uh or Jay Uso type of um uh, vindication and uh character growth. But pero uh, it was kind of fumbled by his boss. Now, uh, we mentioned the lack of pacing and everything. That leads me to this next bit because AEW announced four matches for Double or Nothing today. And the go-home show is next week. And Double or Nothing is their equivalent for WrestleMania. And for uh, years, we've kind of uh, debated on the pod. It's really WrestleMania. Nila. And after having read the book of Young Bucks, yeah, it's basically their WrestleMania. So um, I, I find it very odd that... Uh, with like less than two weeks to go before the big show, you announce four matches. Never mind, Nasige, they have been uh, cooking these stories, man. But promote the matches, mismo. Like for me, I would have preferred na na establish na yung matches with like a month or three weeks heading into the show, and not leave it like this, where the show is literally two Sundays away, and you've only got six announced matches. When we know na AEW historically tends to really stack its card 10, 11, 12 matches deep for the huge shows. No, I disagree with this. Um, I think the the barrage of announcements for most of these rather 
is okay because yun you mentioned that they they've been cooking for a while. The only thing that was left really was for them to announce yung mga matches to, right? uh, You knew there was gonna be a big PCC versus Elite blow off. You sure, knew yeah. there was gonna be a big Jamie Hater defense against any one of the three outcasts, right? Uh The Wardlow versus Christian thing was kind of abrupt, but it had been brewing for a couple of weeks at least. Um, the only thing I would say was pretty wild for, or pretty sudden for this was the Orange Cassidy match in which, um, you know, uh, he put out the gauntlet for a bunch of other guys. And for, himself. Uh, yeah, and himself. Uh, the worst part is going to be eventually, um, inevitably, when Tony Khan books like four other matches next week or on rampage without uh really setting up the story right? uh i think that's gonna happen i mean and i guess we're getting chris jericho versus adam cole yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's well, yon naman was told then that that's okay that's okay uh, i'm talking about matches that are not important and alamong binuk lang niya just to get the people on the show like how pwr used to do it right? um that's what I'm. That's what I'm not excited about. Right? Uh, I know that he's gonna do that because he wants the entire four hours or so to be packed, and uh, that's what you should be angry about, and not these stories that have been at least uh, being cooked for a while now. Yeah, I'll say I I believe that if your brand isn't super established yet, like uh, when when I say brand, like your show, right? um, you can't just mount the show and expect people to buy tickets to the show because the show is the spectacle in and of itself. Like, that only really happens for WrestleMania or Royal Rumble. Maybe itong all-in. Like, like when it happened in 2018, right? the show in itself was the spectacle because Cody made that bet against Dave Meltzer. But, like, very rarely itong mga events na to eh, na the show in itself is the draw. What do you think? Okay lang talaga kasi as long as the crowd is expecting the story to get there, to get to that climax or that culmination, it's fine to announce it later. Like, um, I don't think this show is the spectacle itself. Like, um, I think Tony Khan operates under the premise that uh, because he has only four, at least four pay-per-views a year compared to the WWE's however many, um, they are spectacles in itself, in themselves rather. But I don't think he's there yet. I don't think, it's that yet. They're that shows yet. But uh, yeah, um, I I don't think. Uh, but you know, the fans will come. The AEW fans will come. I'm sure. Because, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Uh, no question, naman yun. Because uh, you know, these these are still appointment viewing types mm. of events. It's just that um, you know, we grew up at a time where sanay tayo na yung Three, four weeks, however long, heading no. into that pay per view. Naka announced na most of the matches, and you have like just in dalawang latak na lang, or isang latak na lang. No, at no. Home show. WWE still does this. WWE still does this uh, rather often, if you would observe. Like, they, they, they literally did this for enough for the Roman Reigns uh, Solo Sikoa Championship Challenge, diba? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They announced this uh, with two weeks left. Two weeks left, diba? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, but. Um, you knew it made sense because this was still part of the larger story they were telling over the past half year. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's okay for that to get like a cramped build because uh, you were still expecting it to get there. Or, you know, uh, it's it, it still made sense for it to get there. All right. 
you know, you can always let us know what you think on Twitter and on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. We have one more topic to talk about, and this is from Impact Wrestling, uh, a team that I personally enjoyed in their NXT UK run has resurfaced on American television, specifically on Impact, because Subculture, uh, the team of Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, are debuting at Under Siege to take on ACB, that's Ace Austin and Chris Bay for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. See, Danny Luna, bit bit nila, so the entire subculture team is actually showing up on yep. Impact. Mm. So I'm pretty happy for these guys that they've found their way onto American television and major out of nowhere din siya because uh, but there are some surprise teams like in mm. AEW, like they'll come out, they'll do that one match and then they'll yeet out the next week. Yeah, you don't know if um, subculture is going to do the same, but you know there's a good chance they will. Pero when you're going up against like the C team of the Bullet Club in in the U.S., there is still a chance that it's it's just going to be a one off. Because uh, remember, subculture was a was an NXT UK entity, and then yeah. you don't quite know if this impact audience followed NXT UK the same way we did. So no, lang. it's going to be in London. Ah, shit. Oh. London, Ontario, not London. No, yeah, UK. London, Ontario, where Ken Warren is, right? Right. right so, right. um, sorry. Alam So I still don't think, or I am holding out to see whether this is going to be a long-term uh, stay for subculture on Impact. Hmm. But it's a good thing that they—they're uh, probably friends in real life, right? Like actual close friends in real life. But it's a good thing that they took the WWE booking and made it work for them outside of WWE. Yeah, I say I'm amazed it, that they have the name. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a good point as well. Uh, you would think, or one would think, that that was WWE's intellectual property. Yeah, I mean, yung names na Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster and Danny Luna, bit bit na rin nila yon prior to NXT UK, so that's not surprising. But the subculture name for the team actually came from their NXT UK stint. Yep. So mm-hmm. this was a pleasant surprise, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, this show is also on the same weekend as Battleground, yeah. Night of Champions, and Double or Nothing. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so yeah. good luck na lang if you're a completionist. Let's see yeah. if Chino actually uh, watches this pay-per-view. Uh, but like I said earlier, if you have any thoughts on everything we've talked about here on the audio-only portion or even on the live stream part, which you're catching now on Spotify and your favorite podcatchers, you know where to find us. It is at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok. Anything that you guys want to plug before we get the row? ASHS. Uh, yes. Uh, subs- uh, well, you can subscribe to Patreon, pero free na yung mga reviews na ginagawa namin. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, so yes, I, I do SmackDown and sometimes MWF. Uh, Row does the other weekly shows, Raw and uh, mm-hmm. other uh, NXT and all. All right, uh, for- Emil. Sino inaaway mo ngayon now that the NBA playoffs are happening? Just follow me on TikTok at the ML underscore Meister. I just post sometimes sports opinions there, post game uh, opinions as well. So. Um, also on Twitter at email underscore uh, all right bro uh, nothing to plug yet just an announcement for an announcement which I don't know when will I'll do yet maybe in a couple of weeks I'll announce that announcement um, or so right. just you know, uh, subscribe to our Patreon uh, follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod and you know if you like what we do 
you know, just support us. Five dollars ang yan. You you only have to do. You don't even have to do it like after one month. Just you know, throw us a bone. And please, please uh, attend the Night of Champions Slumber Party on uh, May twenty seventh. That's at at snack.ph/geektalkph. All right. Uh, for me, go check out On Deck with Stan C. I dropped the mailbag episode yesterday. Really love doing those AMA-style episodes of the pod. So uh, please go check that out, On Deck with Stan C. on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And go check out MWF, another new yes. episode of Action Novella dropped yesterday. Uh, malapit na ata yung ano, uh, the, the segment between me and Main yeah. Max and JDL. I'm not sure if it's Ooh, this week be... or next week. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be in a couple of weeks. So, uh, abangan natin yun. ManilaWrestling.com for everything MWF related that you want to go check out. Uh, Emil's plugged his TikTok and his Twitter. For Rowan, it is at Monday Night Rowan. For Chino, who's not here, it's at Chino Supersized. It's at Rowan's War. For Rowan, for me, it is at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper for being at the controls and for that really, really kick-ass OBB. And to the rest of the PNA producers for all the, uh, all the legwork that they do behind the scenes. Thank you to all our patrons, our subscribers, uh, listeners, and followers for everything that you do for the, uh, for us here on the podcast. And on behalf of Ro Moran, Emil A.S.H., and Rowan A.S.H., my name is Stan C. saying stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. We'll catch you next week. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 